just kept doing it. It felt comfortable. And welcome to another Family Dinner Podcast. My name is Rob Rowe, and joining me again are the dynamic duo of... Mike Honoré. And Seth Hartley. This is the last documented the uh, podcast of Seth Hartley. He was here helping us with the ghost. Uh, <laughs> he's a ghostbuster. Yeah, he's a, yeah, I have ghosts in my house. <laughs> I had to get the spirit of my dead cat that's been floating around here. So, uh. <laughs> She's just scratching the shit out of everybody. Just random meows and stuff knocking stuff off the counter. Well, the other one, it just spooks the other cat. That's the problem. No. <laughs> the, but yes. I mean, we, one thing we've learned from ghosts is that if your cat's doing dumb shit, it's because there's another ghost floating around your house. Mm-hmm. So if you if you have an animal, doesn't have to be cat, could be any sort of animal, just randomly acts weird towards something, a sound or anything, that's a ghost. Your house is haunted with ghosts. So either get rid of the ghosts or get rid of the animals. <laughs> so they can or shut up. move. <laughs> yeah, no, you want to get rid of the animals. If the ghost hasn't bothered you, he's not going to start. Right. Or at least give him an animal that doesn't give a shit, like a turtle. <laughs> Let a ghost hunt. A turtle wouldn't give a shit. A turtle would just be like, Ugh. It just gets in his shy, like, guess the turtle's tired. Stop. Ugh. <laughs> like, cat will alert you and jump on shit and claw your face. Turtle will just be like, mm, no. <laughs> Stupid ghost. Leave me alone. That would be fun to have. It it would be fun to have like a turtle that did act like that, where like a turtle goes batshit when it sees a ghost. Maybe it's (laughs) maybe it's just YouTube that that has caused us to think like any animal could become another animal. I've seen like tons of videos now of this dude that owns a sheep that looks that it's just been hanging around with nothing but dogs, so it thinks it's a dog and jumps around. It frolics like a dog. Because that's all it knows. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I'm a dog. Bop, bop, bop. I'm jumping around. So we have an experiment where we get a turtle and a shitload of cats. Yes. And just then the- see if the turtle will take over. All that's going to happen is that turtle is going to bite the shit out of a bunch of cat tails. Yeah. I, I can just see the turtle just going up against the couch, just pushing its paws up and down. <laughs> you see the turtle licking hey, its balls. Hey, like, what the hell? When you saw four turtles go up next to a rat, what happened? They became ninjas. I, all I'm saying is it's possible that you could cause a, a turtle to become something else. It won't necessarily be the thing that it's so, around. Side note that Ninja Turtle movie, the newest one. Uh huh. Creepy. Yeah, I didn't hate it. Everybody seemed to hate it. I didn't hate it, but this cat is way creepier. But that movie, you know what pissed me off the most? And he winked at me. He just, just fucking... The cat that, winked and was like, that, oh, that, you know how creepy I can get. No, this is how the cat winked. The cat was just licking itself. I'm like, this creepy cat. It's like, meh, meh. Wink. Like, oh, you asshole. And then turned his asshole at me. You piece of rotten shit. Anyway, the new Ninja Turtle movie. The worst part of that movie for me yeah. was that Splinter... Was not a ninja. His whole he wasn't. Well, neither none of them were people. Well, he was never a person that became a rat. Right. He he was a rat that was genetically enhanced. They didn't do that with the other movies, though. He was a rat in the other ones as well. Right, but he was he was like he he at least had a master that trained him. This dude right. this is like a rat that started growing and over the course of like five years became a ninjutsu master <laughs> as a rat. Right. What the fuck? That pissed me <laughs> off the most. I know there's a lot of silly shit, but the fact that like well, you're not like a you've only known this shit for like. Five years longer than your turtles. The only no. reference I know is uh, one, another podcast called The Flop House. They did that as their like one of their live shows as they talked about Ninja Turtles. There was a couple of rewrites in that movie that made it less comprehensible. One, the Ninja Turtles were supposed to be from outer space in this movie. Mm-hmm. So they had to then make them like, from the sewer. They had to be owned by somebody else. It, it, it couldn't be... It, it had to be closer to the origin story. And I guess the only thing they couldn't wrap up was... The, the loose ends, like like having a rat 
being their dad. So how how like they didn't go that far into the backstory. The other problem was the bad guy was supposed to be, I guess, the scientist. Right. The the person like he's just one of those guys that you've seen in other movies. I can't. I don't remember his name, but he's been in a ton of Jerry Bruckheimer stuff. Yeah, he, that's not the thing I remember him in mostly was uh, Elysium. Okay, he was the bad the bad guy on Earth, working for that company. That right. Was shitty. Yeah, I don't know his name either. Okay, uh, but but it turns out that when they sh- went to test audiences and said he was the bad guy, like he would be Shredder, they didn't like it, so they just wrote in a new character to be Shredder. Yeah, like oh yeah, just like this is my former master. Right. Alright. Yeah, so, uh, th- this was never intended to have any, like, a solid, uh, storyline or anything that, uh, that, that would work when it comes to a decent story. It just, just happened to be right. something that they came across. We need to put this out. Let's fucking put it out. Side note, how do you become a test audience? I've always wanted to know, I've always wanted to see the beta version of a movie. Yeah, where can I go to just watch, a, the, here's this movie, it's not finished, but it's a big deal, and it's Jerry Bruckheimer. Yeah, I would just just like to sit in there and be like, here's the movie without all the CGI and stuff. Yeah. Because they're showing it like really, really basic. One of the movie uh, websites that that, that first existed that's still out there, but it really can't call itself a movie website anymore, is called Any Cool News. Like, it, it was one of the first ones that I went to all the time. And why they were so popular is they had dudes infiltrate a ton of these test audiences and just watch the movie months ahead of time and not care about the little agreement that they've signed, and they, they reviewed the movie. That, so they would be able to review a movie months before anybody else got to see it. Then they caught on, and now you can't do it. Now what they do, uh, this happens in Chicago a lot, like a lot of the sites I go to, you just uh, they give you a free pass. They give a ton of free passes out like a week or two before, and they want the buzz to build. So they'll, they'll oversell, in a sense, you know, by giving all these passes mm-hmm. away. The pass doesn't guarantee injury. So, so you go in. You're in a group with a lot of people. You don't like they don't allow cell phones, but it's not for recording. They could care less about that. They don't want you to be distracted. Right. They want you to watch the movie and be with a whole bunch of people. So you're in a filled audience in a free movie, and there's a very good chance what you're watching you're going to enjoy because of they've created the perfect movie experience for you. Right. They've got. There's no distractions. Nobody's going to bother with like. You're not going to get angry at anybody. Nobody's going to be flipping through the phone or whatever. Do you get free popcorn and candy. Right. Uh, no. I, I was about to so. say. I was like, <laughs> I'm moving to Chicago just for that. Yeah. No shit. They're fucking, like you've already killed my experience. Like until I'm done, it's like oh, so I got to pay for my own. You know what? But they want they want that word of mouth. They want that word of mouth to spread because a lot more times when you see a free movie that way, you're going to like it. Right. And I can tell you I, when I went to see Hancock that way, I went. Yeah, I guess it's got problems, but this is actually a pretty good movie. And it occurred to me it was just because I was in a theater with a lot of people enjoying a movie, right, and that's what made yeah whole, it made me right. enjoy this experience altogether. How, so, how early did you see Hancock? Like a, like a couple of weeks. It wasn't like a uh, uh, no. This wasn't like the initial test screenings. Uh, those happen randomly, like almost. But it's got to be in bigger cities. It wouldn't happen here. No, it's going to happen someplace where they. Uh, it may actually start happening in Louisiana, but I doubt it. Just because they shoot enough movies over here, yeah, but nobody, it's going to happen. The thing, where, though, they shoot movies, but nobody wants to hang out in this bitch for the press and celebrity. Right, but if a production studio decides to move down here for any reason, it might that might change their mind. You just don't sign up for it, like Nielsen's. You just go to the movies a lot, and eventually someone's going to pull you aside and said, "Hey, you want to see this movie? You don't know what it is, but you you want to see this movie? There'll be 
months before you, anybody else gets to see it. It's a it's a test run. You'll have like uh, a fake uh, soundtrack going throughout the whole thing. The CGI isn't completely done. Like I hear, I read these reviews a lot of what of what a uh, screen film, and then they want your opinion on it. So. That's weird because you know that was done because of ain't it cool where they knew oh. this is the screening it's happening this day and somebody infiltrate and then they they review it against it well now it's random but at the same time so many people anybody can review a fucking movie yep because yeah. everybody's a blogger because everybody has internet access and and that's also the un- unfortunate problem is that p- is their studio will actually hire people to go on imdb and other websites to say hey guess what i saw this movie before anybody else and let me tell you it's not as bad as everybody says yeah. it's going to be oh, yeah. i there's, actually think it's going to be good there's for sure fake reviewers on every website so, yeah they're, over, they're bad at being fake reviewers like wow oh this movie megan english it's megan like, fox is amazing are you serious <laughs> no if you say that bitch is hot this movie was cool. I'd accept that. That's a real review. Well, it's like it's like the three bullet points I like. Reason number one, and they have like the colon and everything, like the indented paragraph. Like it's somebody, all evenly spaced. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it no. was an annotated work. Was the like, five yeah. reasons why this movie is going to blow you away. Yeah. Click on this link. Yeah. <laughs> they actually like type it up in Word and cut and paste it into the yeah. comments yeah. to make sure it comes perfect, out right. Perfect margins. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the way they handle it now is a completely different way it, it was handled a long time ago because... The only reason that they use test audiences now is a way to, uh, and not everybody does it. it you got to figure, there's fewer and fewer movies they're willing to put in wide release and yeah. show a ton of people. Uh, they're almost like going the video on demand route. Ever since like what happened with the interview, it, that that movie has caused uh, a lot of studios to think otherwise. Because if you release a movie in wide release. You have to spend at least $80 million on advertising right. in order to get people to go out and see it. Holy shit. That is a minimum now. Because, so so in your head, like, if you if you make a movie, and, and there are directors that do this, they'll make movies on the cheap, they'll still, the studio will think, okay, well, we spent $50 million on this movie, now we got to spend another $80 million to get people to see it. Are we willing to do that? So they've, they've found ways to, to work around it. That's why they're shooting movies here. Yeah. That's the reason why they uh, some movies inexplicably end up in China right. because China uh, their their box office they only allow like a certain number of foreign films in their market and it helps if it's in China for them to say okay I guess we'll allow it I don't know if you saw the newest Transformers at one point they end up in China for no real reason right <laughs> Just, yeah from, yeah they like, did it the so they can China? get so they can get released in China. Uh, box office overseas is now more than double what they make here, yeah. and they 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 have a tendency to kind of focus in on it. Then something like American Sniper happens, and that just completely blows out any idea of what they thought you should be making a movie for, because this is aiming at a crowd that was going to see movies uh, for a political reason, right. but but it's making ten times more than your normal political reason film. Like, this might be the same crowd that went and saw God's Not Dead, or uh, there was another one that I, I'm blanking on at this point. Or, say, like, Kirk yeah. Cameron's audience. Like, those people that go out, and they Bible make... Belt people, yeah. yeah. they'll they'll go Passion see a movie. Yeah, yeah, Passion yeah. of the Christ. That's another good example. Those those are all movies that people saw it with an agenda, and, and American Sniper fell under that for some inexplicable reason, because I don't see it. I wouldn't... Either one of you seen American Sniper? Yeah, yeah I've seen it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, bo- both of you? Yeah. Oh, okay. What'd you think? It was what it was. <laughs> I I have a... 
as most movies where I kind of like it felt like it was 30 minutes longer than it should have been. Yeah. There shouldn't have been a, uh, a another sniper. He was hunting the whole time. That's what, yeah, that, that one... If it really happened or not, it didn't. It really shouldn't have been a part of the story. The story should have been him trying to adjust outside, uh, like trying to work the two things. It didn't even have to be that big of a deal. Like it didn't even have to have like a, a hurt locker like experience. I thought the best scene was him Sam's almost boy, shooting yeah. that ten year old that picked up the uh, the rocket launcher. Yeah, th- oh, it was, yeah, that was the best. Like I don't like Bradley Cooper, right? Uh, but like that was the like it was definitely the most tense scene. Uh, uh, just like he was, he knew what he had to do, and if he had to do it, he'll do it. Right. When the kid put it down, like that breath he took when he finally could breathe. Yeah. Was there was such a real moment? Uh, mm, <laughs> mm. <laughs> it was like passed out from just like that. Moment yeah, because of- you know if anybody's ever shot a, a rifle like that, you or gotta, a ten year old. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know it gets. You know. I mean, but yeah, you have to. There's that. There's a, you know. You, you there's that breath you take before you. You, you breathe out before you pull the trigger. Those kids keep like, playing ultimate on my lawn. That was yeah. That was that was. But like the, the movie itself, it just felt like oh, America. It, it was this weird, overly patriotic. The cl- credits. The, the oh, fact that that, they, that end credits made no sense to the entire film. It, uh, it was be it what real it is. Procession of his, his right. death. Yeah, in yeah that, in for those that don't know and they haven't seen him by now. Oh well, too bad. He does uh, die at the end, but it isn't in Iraq. I mean, it's it was. True. It was. Yeah, this if really. You know Chris Kyle story. Then yeah. right. You ain't gonna see the movie. Yeah, there anymore. was there was another POW that killed him while oh, he was yeah. trying to. Not a POW. He was just a veteran. Yeah, he was a veteran. A veteran. PTSD, My bad. PTSD. Yeah. PTSD. Yeah, I knew it was some acronym. That and they I was, showed. I, I was mad that the guy that used. I didn't like that. No, they they showed him. What made that dude like? What made you think that dude was some creepy stalker? Right. Because that's what he looked like the whole time. Like, hey, let's go. Let's go to the shooting range. Like, he, he like could have been real fishy, got... like he was going to do it the entire time. Like, he I was, wasn't like... He, looked he like... didn't snap. Yeah. The dude was planning it. They made a real-life Dale Gribble, and they that was the person <laughs> that they... They was like, okay, well, we'll use him as the guy that shoots To him. me, I think the only reason they did that was kind of like to appease the wife, because, like, right before it happens, it's like the most cookie-cutter perfect day you could ever imagine. Yeah. Also... Okay, whatever. If you haven't seen this movie, whatever. I'm gonna be honest. I bootleg watched it, uh, <laughs> but uh, that whole last scene, like when you put it in context, is it's after he's written and released his book, um, American Sniper. So all that's happened, right? And, and so he's living. This dude walks in. He pulls an actual gun on his wife to, for sexy time. Yeah, right. He pulls a real gun, like click. Pull down in painters. <laughs> I wish wife, stop being creepy, sniper. Why you could just ask me for sex? We have kids. We've done it. We enjoyed it. Uh, right. Why are you pulling a gun on me, weirdo? Unless that's what gets her off. I don't know. But was that who was that? That was um Sienna. Uh, I don't know who the Sienna the Miller. Wife was. It was Sienna sure. Miller. Okay. She's very attractive. She. Yeah. Do they make her look different than she normally looks? Isn't that that's Jude Law, Sienna Miller? Sure. Why not? I, I I'm I'm or at a loss of words. One of them. One of those blonde assholes. But. Sure. <laughs> he probably has a blonde asshole, too. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's fucking... He's fucking... What's his name from Lord of the Rings? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah not like a normal life. He's not blonde. Uh, he's, he's blonde. Yeah, he's... Yeah, okay. So, Whatever. yeah. That movie. Yeah. But the movie's gonna get a lot of play and has an outside chance of winning the Best Picture Oscar. I don't think it will. I, I think know. it's... I think this is Boyhood's movie to lose. 
but but it just depends on what they decide to do. By the way, I saw Boyhood today. I I finished. I I watched all the films that got nominated for best. <laughs> and best that's picture. the one with the, the twelve year movie. Yeah, that is the Twelve Years a Slave, but with a kid. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> they filmed it over like twelve years. No, no, yeah. it's Twelve Years a Slave. That kid was a slave. Every year he had to go back and hang out with Ethan Hawke. Yeah, they. It, it's a nice novel idea to a movie where they use the same actors throughout the entire run and filmed it over 12 years. Yeah. So I think the thing about it like it it's just that there's if they keep this theme up which it's it's going to be rare that they do but there's going to be another It's one. happened before. If you've heard the 7 Up series, they've been doing that for 56 years. Right. It's not like this is the the only time this has happened. The it's 7 just, Up series they took uh this is a documentary where they found uh like 7 7-year-olds and every 7 years revisit them. And they've been doing this now for 49 years. Right. So, I mean, so this is not unusual. What's happening? It's just, it's just, yeah. But it's a. I mean, that's a documentary. This, you know, I haven't seen Boyhood, but it seems like a a documentary. I know it's not, but it seems like it's so. It's still more realistic because the focus is. Look, we're following him over these years. If they have a movie with an actual conflict, like they, we found this kid, we want to do a movie with him over the next you know, 15 years. And the plot is about us training him to be a Russian assassin. Right. So, like, you actually see this kid grow. Becoming a Russian assassin. Not, like, not even literally, but acting. This kid's been acting his whole life. Right. A year. And to be a Russian assassin. Like, it's an actual plot and conflict. And then... I can tell you the best... The best comparison I can make to Boyhood is listening to the Serial Podcast. Because both of them are things people talk a lot about that right. as being revolutionary, and they're not really. And this one also doesn't quite have the ending that people are expecting because all they're doing is just filming a kid over 12 years, and it really does not have a conclusion. Right. It just has him going off to college. That's all it does. The, it, it, in fact, in fact Patricia Arquette at one point pretty much sums up the film when she starts weeping at the end whenever like he's going off to college. It's like, is this it? Is this how we're ending like ending life now? The next will I ever thing get is a I job die. again. Well, that, well, well, that's well. She's actually going to be on TV. Yeah. She worked, <laughs> she's worked over the years while filming yeah. this movie. She's good. So they Toy Story three the ending. He just goes off to college. Yeah, that's pretty that's much what happened. He got he got uh play with his, the toys. <laughs> Toy Story three. He, go to college. he actually does at one point like take all of his his toys and like put them in a box and say you got to keep this stuff or we got to get rid of this other stuff. So yeah, I guess it is. They really like Toy Story three did. There what you didn't see like Buzz Lightyear in there, but yeah, that is essentially. Oh, what you know happened. he's in the box. All of them act like he's not in the. All box. of them had Andy written on the foot. It, it, the other thing Andy. that I didn't appreciate about the movie was uh, Patricia Arquette has uh, another husband. Like at the beginning, her and Ethan Hawke are divorced. They that both the kids are from Ethan Hawke, and uh, he's like the other weekend dad. So it's not even every weekend. It's like every other weekend dad. Okay, so that he's, comes, oh, I didn't, see, I didn't know that they were divorced. I thought they were just this happy couple. No, no. Uh, she, has an, she has another husband, like a couple years into this, starts to drink, hits her, oh, wow. and, they, and she gets the second divorce. Gets a third boyfriend, I guess boyfriend in this case. They, they, they didn't get married. Also starts to drink, and then she leaves him. And that's what I didn't appreciate. Neither one of them seemed like the guys that secretly drank or anything. They were just, hey, we're good, happy-go-lucky kind of guys. And then Patricia Arquette ruined them. Yeah. Right, well, ruined she, them both. She's an Arquette. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Right. Remember what Courtney Cox used to look see, like? See, the thing is, like, that seems like a decent plot for a movie. But then it's overshadowed by, like, nobody cares because it's about this kid. That's what it's about, honestly. Yeah, nobody that's, that's basically it. cared. 
But uh, <laughs> what was that other movie? The other Ethan Hawke movie where he filmed years ago and he's done sequels. Before Sunrise, Before it. Sunset, and After, after Sunset. Midnight. I don't know. Something, yeah. After Midnight. Yeah. Same, him the same one. We're going to let it all hang that'd out. That would have been awesome. I'd have, I'd have been more into it. Like, I didn't watch those, but I liked the thought behind them. Like, they just meet this years later. If those were, that was the couple that had the kid that grew for 20 right. years. Right. That was also a Richard Linklater film. That, was that's, it? Oh, yeah. yeah, there we go. <laughs> He likes long periods of time between his Right. <laughs> no, it, it's a nice concept, but those are movies I haven't seen either. I, I've liked, he's known for uh, Slacker. That was the big, right. the movie that got so him on the map. Uh, no, well, nobody, Pe- nobody famous in that. That uh, Days and Confused had, had probably the biggest cast that you would yeah. be familiar with that he did. Uh, there's a movie out there that I seriously enjoy called Bernie about a guy that uh, killed... His, I would say, friend, I guess the best way to put it, an 86-year-old woman that he mm-hmm. befriended. He worked as an assistant in a funeral home. She, After being friends with her for, like, five years and becoming basically her confidant, like, only friend, he kills her, hides the body for, like, ten months and pretends she's still alive. That's Jack and, Black, right? Yeah, and, yeah, this is the one with Jack Black. Mm-hmm. And eventually when they have the court case, they have to move it out of city because everybody in the town loved this guy so much they just didn't think he killed her. So they had to go to a different city for this. The best epilogue on this, it's not even in the movie, when he gets released, he is now living in Richard Linklater's house. Like, it, it was one of the terms of conditions. Like, saying, oh, he can go live with me. Holy so shit. he is now out of prison and living in the house of the director that made the movie that it was based on. <laughs> really? Yeah. He, he read the article about this. It, it was like one of those uh, small town article things. Like, yeah. hey, it, it, that's the whole thing. The movie, that, that's why it was so good. It, it, it focused on a small town in, in Texas and the biggest thing that's happened in a small town in Texas. And it was people that, that they played themselves talking about what happened in the actual story. Right. And then it had uh, Jack Black and Shirley MacLaine and uh, Matthew McConaughey, who was the lawyer in this whole thing. Right. Playing the playing the roles of the other people, but but they they're in a sense being very gossipy and talking about this. Clearly, this guy's gay, like and and still had some weird affection toward old ladies. Like he did this a lot. Like he would go around to rich old ladies and just be super affectionate, quote unquote, to them, in in the way that that some creepy people are. You know, I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Seth is distracted. He does not. Like We're all distracted uh, by that. I was listening. It's, it's funny. It's, you know what's weird? Like, you stopped I listening. That some, was the problem. A lot of gay dudes and old ladies, that's not the first time I heard them hanging out. It's mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Because old ladies like the companionship. And like the affection. They like, well, but they don't get any, like, there's nothing sexual. No, I know. But I that's, mean, that's like, what I'm saying. That's what they like about it. It's nothing sexual. It's just a male, gay or not, he's a dude here, and he's, we're talking. It's like girl talk without any sexual tension. Yeah. Like girl talk. But I really enjoy the movie. I, I think it's one of Jack Black's better roles. Like the way he handles the whole thing. And and I think Richard Linklater makes good films. I just don't think this is the one that he should be known for. But that's the problem with the Oscars. That's what they do to really good directors. Mm-hmm. It's never the best movie that wins all the awards for him. Like for Martin Scorsese, he's only won Best Picture once. What, for Gangs? Nope. No. What was, uh, oh no. Uh, no, it was one. for the Departed. Departed, Departed yeah, yeah, it didn't. He didn't win it for. Any, who won in Gangs? What's his name? Did Gangs of New York. I yeah. have no idea who won it that year. Did but Daniel Day Lewis even win for that? I think so. Best supporting. He won it for that, and There Will Be Blood. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. He might have won it for My Left Foot. I think he's won he three. I think he won. Yeah, I know he won My Left Foot, and, and uh, I, I didn't remember them. Yeah, it's yeah. weird to see the movies that people won it for, and it's almost like a all right, we'll give it to him. 
We should have given it to uh, them for a previous award. Well, that was I remember the one that stuck out with me the most was uh, was Denzel Washington, where he won for uh, Training Day. Training Day, but he should have <laughs> he should have most definitely won for the Hurricane the year before. Or Malcolm X. Or that Malcolm was the one X. that surprised me. He's yeah. won it twice. He's won it for Glory, which makes sense. But yeah, that was best supporting, but best actor. Yeah, supporting. It seems like the, whoever it, it's more the deserving role. Like you, you right. find. Like Kathy Bates, I think I don't know if she won it for supporting or not, but for misery? her winning in misery, yeah. that makes sense. I don't know if she's won it since, but that uh, that it, it, I think it, she was nominated. I think she was nominated for it. I don't know if she won it, but it was uh, it was a Jack Nicholas movie. Jack Nicholson, not Nicholas. That's a golf player. <laughs> Jack Nicholson movie where she was naked. In About the, Schmidt. About I think Schmidt. she got think she, nominated for that. Right. I don't think she actually won that one. I think the nudity kicked her out. Yeah, I think that kicked, <laughs> it kicked her in and kicked her right out. Said, that was a brave role. Oh, gross. No. No, we changed our minds. That does we happen We watched a lot. it again. No, we shouldn't have done that. Not a lot with women, though. Like, dudes will get naked, and it's never like that was uh, – there. I would say half the time when dudes get naked, it's like, man, that guy's brave. Like, it's, it's rarely like a Magic Mike thing. It's it, – a lot of times they're just doing it for a laugh. It's rare that a woman gets naked, and it's like, oh – Oh wow, you're brave. Why'd you even yeah. do that? Like, yeah, mo- because it's a, it's a yeah. woman. That yeah. has to do with uh, uh, men being stupid and women being um, knowledgeable of men's stupidity. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's true. That's, that's, that's it. it. It takes a lot of bravery to be naked. I'm not just going to get naked anytime. Yeah, soon. there was a uh, next year though. Speaking of which, April 1st, the underwear show is coming back, eh? 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 No, no, no. I know. That's the one you're not. <laughs> Maybe if we do it in 2016. Did I tell you my idea for that, though? No. Go in the Zardoz outfit? Nice. <laughs> Are you familiar with the Zardoz outfit, no, Seth? No, I am not familiar. We will show you. Yeah, we'll show you. Yeah, we'll show you. I'll describe it. Uh, it's, a, it's a Sean Connery movie that happened in, like, 79. It, it was uh, right after he did James Bond. But they offered him like, yeah, they offered him like ten, fifteen million to reprise his role to play James Bond. He's like, no, I'm going to do something else, something that you would never expect me to do. No, and he made this I movie called Zardoz, where he wore these uh, red bandoleros, no shirt, up underwear, knee high boots, braided hair in the back, and a handlebar mustache, carrying around a revolver. That was his outfit. Yeah. <laughs> and. And I've seen people dress up as as it, and I think, man, that would just be like one of those things that you can come in like that. that that's a that's a brave outfit. And he wore a clay mask. It, it, he didn't wear it very often, but the idea behind it was there was a big head that would spit out food and guns, and they were to go around the countryside shooting people and killing them because the penis is evil, guns are are the way, and they go around, and that's that that's just what they were taught to do. And then one day, Sean Connery gets into the head. <laughs> Sean Connery gets into one of these floating heads and finds out there's another society that's controlling them, and it involves them living forever. And yeah, it, it is it is on. I think it's still on Watch Instant. I I know when I saw it, it was on Watch Instantly. It is a a stupefyingly dumb film. <laughs> yeah, that happens. <laughs> shake it, shake it, not stud. Mike yeah, has just penis. been showing me these pictures, and I can't help but. <laughs> Get an un- erection? Yes. Yeah, I know. My burner's killed for that, that's what I. That's what I want to wear for the next underwear show. Nice. <laughs> How is Joe Pettis surviving? I mean... <laughs> just he, he did get stabbed recently. Is yes, that what you're asking about? <laughs> yes. Like, and then how he does also he was in the hospital for the show that he was supposed to come he, here for my thing. right? Uh, like, how is he? Like, how does he earn his living surviving? Or how? And how does he? Yeah, both. Because I mean, like, it's not like. Well, he lives in Atlanta. Atlanta, I wouldn't say has a, a, the biggest. 
uh, income ratio. <laughs> Thank you for the penny, <laughs> Mike. I appreciate it. He's. It doesn't look like. It doesn't look like just by seeing him that he needs a, a huge overhead when it comes to sp- for spending money. He doesn't have a wife. Doesn't have kids. <laughs> That's right? where money goes. Right? <laughs> right there. Those those are the biggest money savers he has. Yeah, I mean, he when he, he travels, has, he travels like mega bus. He has a weekly slash monthly show at a brew house yeah. that that I went to and gets and like they have no other thing there except to sell beer. Like there's no other. It's just an open area where he got like a hundred people out there to sit in a chair and watch people do comedy. And 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 it just seemed like a good money gig. Like I bet he gets a lot from that. Uh, he does, he, he's kind of passed off a couple other shows, but I bet he still makes something from those. Like the, the 420 show he has on Saturdays over in, in Atlanta, where 20 comics get four minutes at 420. It, it, it's at a small bar, but it still pulls in people that like in Atlanta, they had an open mic, if not every day, right. like it, it would double up on some days and he's, he's kind of the guy right now in, in Atlanta. So, um, does he have a place to live? Oh, I don't know. I bet he lives with a roommate. Yeah, that's. I, I think I just I, that also I cuts it, down on a lot. Yeah, I find it hard just because I have I have certain creature comforts that <laughs> I need that I have to have. Like I need I need to go shit when bed. when he I comes shit in my own place when he comes here. Day, like he plans these things out. Like when he planned it for your show, didn't he do it like months in advance? Like he didn't have a he yeah. didn't tell you like the month before. He gets the mega bus tickets, which if you do it like three or four months in advance are under five bucks, if not a dollar to get here. Yeah, and great. and uh, so he's on the bus going a dollar from one place to the next, and usually he'll find some place to stay while he's there. Yeah, he was going to stay with us. Yeah, yeah that's, that's how that's if he he if you you can live on the cheap, right? If you can give up the creature comforts. Which get harder to do as you get older. He can get people to buy him beer. Uh, right. When when uh when I was there for Dragon Con, he dressed up as. Do you remember the girl in Pokemon? Yeah. Okay, I, I, I'm blanking on her name right now. There's a ton of them, but there's very rare that a dude dresses up right. as the girl. But a lot of drunk people at a bar will go, "I'm gonna get you a drink," yeah. and that's what happened. And, but and, when thirty people do that, you're good in shit house. And, <laughs> yeah, and and to tell his confidence, he just walked into Dragon Con without a badge, like he and it. And for him to just show up these things to get past guards for like, and they check everywhere just to have the bravado to say like, "I'm I'm here, I'm the guy," and he did why, it. Every, yeah, why would I be here not to get it? Why would I come here without a ticket dressed like this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, fine. He just had the balls to do that wherever he went. I even as dressed or whatever, I could never do it. I was always badge out, you know, like here it is, <laughs> and and badges are in the hundreds. So he just did it for, and I bet he does that all the time. Uh, it is good to have that kind of mentality sometimes of. I mean, what's the worst they can do? Yeah, right. If you can, if you can do that, you can get a lot of shit accomplished. He was telling me about the subway system in Atlanta, like the tricks he gets around that one. It stops running at like uh, one or two in the morning on on Saturdays, and he's like, "Well, if that happens, uh, they start running again at five thirty. So I just stay out and party more until it becomes five thirty. Well, and they'll he'll well, we use yeah, it makes yeah, sense, he, it's better than him using Uber, which would have been his, like the the alternative to something like that. But and then the downside, uh-huh. damn. Yeah, he got stabbed. <laughs> so yeah, he doesn't even remember how it happened. That that's the weird part. Yeah. Like if, if he if, he woke up stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. Not that's even a weird yeah. way to Patrick end. Swayze Not, yeah. jumped into his body and did some stupid <laughs> shit. <laughs> Not even in like a tub with a kidney missing. Like right. Just wakes up and oh shit, I'm bloody. <laughs> that's horrible. Did he wake yeah. up in the hospital or was he like no he was, like, on the sidewalk in a curb? Right. Are you, <laughs> yeah. 
He got blackout drunk and woke up stabbed right. outside. Yeah, it's weird that no one came and helped him. He wasn't uh, clean or nothing. People just left his stabbed ass right. on the fucking, fucking curb. Yeah, I, I, other than that, yeah. Uh, other than that, what? I, other than him being stabbed and probably have no health insurance, I, oh, I yeah, bet. I fine. bet his expenses over like a year probably just stay in like the thousands. I can't imagine. The easy, yeah, the, the, it's just rent and food most of the time. He could. He can't live. I, I doubt he lives more than four digits. Right. He doesn't go over like. 10 he may. He may have found a way to find like free rent. Like that guy's just got got it figured out. And I don't think he's been doing this for long though. I don't no. think. I think he's had some sort of side job. Like, the dude that came here from Atlanta that's now in New York, Jake Head, mm-hmm. right. he worked right. uh, and still did a lot of what, uh, like, around. I just think Joe just, just did. He, he just, just did comedy. Gave that's it all. up. Yeah, he just gave up all the other shit, do this. And, like, when he's done, it's not like he can't job himself again at some point. Right. He, he found the connections. He just found a way to get, and he'll go anywhere. He's, what, in New York right now? Yeah. Yeah, he went to New York. Just rode on, uh, rode on a mega bus for 19 hours to get to New York. <laughs> That's the thing. That's one of those creature comforts where I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. I can't. I barely ran, ran on a bus for three hours, and it felt weird. Yeah, I, I, I can't to, handle it that. It had to be a bus full of people I know from even, even attempt some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, I need like know at least 20 people on this bitch. I can't sit next to strangers for 19. I can't sit next to them. Yeah, Seth, if you're willing to do that, if you're willing to take Megabus over to, to Denver, which would be a 54-hour drive, <laughs> or whatever it would be. Are, are you driving to Denver, yes, by the I way? Am. 22 hours. 22 hours. No, we're, not, we're stopping in Austin Okay. Oklahoma City. We're kind of taking like a little detour. It could take 19 hours. We're That's going a little bit fine. out of our way to like. Well, Austin, no, but Oklahoma City, I think, is like straight shot north from Austin, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. and then we're taking, so we're make, making like a Z. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Going up. That's cool. Uh, and and where are you going in Austin and Oklahoma City? You just know people there. We know. My friend works for the Marriott, and he gets super super cheap hotel tickets. Oh, okay. We just kind of wanted the party in yeah, Austin, party. And Oklahoma City. That sounds City great. That's up. legit. Yeah, Austin's a great place, especially on the weekend. Like going down this to be a Monday. So well, still, still going to Sixth Street on any day in Austin, especially during school, should be fine. Like to find something. Yeah, that is a college town, which I tend to forget about, and the capital of the state of Texas. Is it really Austin? Yeah. Wow. Yep. It's a capital. Have you ever been to Austin? I have not. It, it and and I, and I say this with all sincerity. Go to any restaurant. <laughs> like don't don't even bother. Like like even looking around. Like they the restaurants have figured out a way. Like they have to be the top notch restaurant. Every single one of them. So it does not matter which one you walk into. You're going to the restaurant. Yeah, just pick your whatever you want. What do you want? Barbecue. Which one's the best? If I could pick a barbecue place. Yeah. <laughs> a- Andrew uh, 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 Perkins is it. Aaron Perkins? Is it Andrew Perkins? Aaron Perkins. Aaron Perkins. Fuck. Sorry. Yeah. That, that's I, I knew it was an A. For some reason, I was saying Andrew in my head. But Aaron, a- per- a- Perkins. Yeah, Aaron Perkins moved out there, and he had been out there for four months when I talked to him. He's like, man, I go to like a restaurant tonight, and each one I feel like, what am I missing out on? Because if I've never been here, then there's like tons of places I've never been that I kind of want to go to this one too. Yeah. And that's just like Austin just has that appeal, and there's tons of places like that. And, and even being there a day. And uh, the other place I like going to was Uncommon Objects, and that's just because uh, it was like a consignment shop with some of the weirdest shit that you have ever seen in in a place. Like they they had uh, in the same way a flea market set up where you you rent out a space. Mm-hmm. It, it's in a, a regular size store, but they'll they'll have the stuff like about fifteen feet high, and you'll just be like looking through. Like in one area, you'll just see like this this uh, this fish that's been. Uh, fossilized for like 
50 years that someone caught just this awful looking fish and then there's like all these family photographs from 1890 that you're flipping <laughs> through just like the weirdest stuff com- like combined with the next one and, and, and like oh man I could stay in here for years <laughs> they, they had, never be done they had to kick people out of that store because when people go on um, uh, not treasure what, what's the thing like uh, where you have a, a sheet to look up for certain things scavenger hunt scavenger, scavenger hunt, hunt yeah for, because people go there in a scavenger hunt and not buy anything. They'll right. just look up stuff because it'll probably be at the store. And they'll take pictures of it. It's like, you, you got to go. We can't yeah. We can't keep you here. You're not, you're not supporting anything. Get that's where I found that Tripoli board that's hanging up over on the nice. side. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, yeah that, that's a game I used to play as a kid. And it wasn't on a wooden board and definitely didn't draw a cat for the kitty. That, that just surprised me when I found it. Got to have it. Yeah. Anything else? You want to say anything to, uh, since this is your uh, last show before you... Before we ever see you again? Before we ever see you again. Yeah, we'll I mean, never assuming, see you again. I'm assuming you'll be back too vivid, at least, if yeah. you don't become master of Denver. That would be uh, awesome to be master of Denver. I mean, that's I cool, really cool because <laughs> when I come out there, going to fucking get stupid. Let's get dumb in Denver. But, dude, dumb in Denver. I thought I'd name a comedy show. Dumb in Denver. We don't have to do comedy. We can just get shit house. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. you definitely uh, look up those dudes that came by. Yeah, uh, Sam Talent and all those guys. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely get the set. And what's, well, who was his name? Matt Wayman. Matt Wayman. Wayman. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. They yeah, put on a good show. They yeah those good those dudes, they know what's going on. Those are the ones uh, to hook up with. But, yeah, man, good luck. Thank you. You better do some good. At, oh, this is probably going to come out way after Ghost, but you better do good in Ghost because that's your last thing that people will remember you by. Exactly, my last thing. Oh, the other thing is, uh, so Rue House on Friday after the show, <laughs> the manage, management has offered uh, to take that room behind the stage, that little, like, Area, if you walk up Rue House, they have the stage. The outside area or inside? No, inside. Okay. You can walk upstairs to the back room that they would let us, or let me have it for free for a few hours. Okay. And just everybody hang out. I got to talk to them a little bit more about it. But the Rue House? Like the, like the old? Next to the next mansion. Next to mansion. The old Swamp Mamas, if you want. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah you know when we walk out of out Okay, of mansion, the other way, yeah. And yeah, we go out to the, yeah. Uh, no, I, we used to do shows there forever. I remember a long yeah, time Yeah, that ago. was the ones that Jeremy used to uh, run, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it was Swamp Mamas, and then it was something else, and then it became Rue House and stayed there. Yeah. They okay. also want to do a comedy show eventually. Fine. They're full of shit. They, they did it <laughs> Yeah, just, before. yeah, fine. We'll yeah, go ahead. Well, <laughs> I'm a, not me, I'm just saying. Yeah. No, no, I mean, yeah, somebody else. I, no, this we've is heard, me. We've <laughs> heard those words from people downtown. <laughs> we want to do a comedy show, do you really? <laughs> You know how that goes. Yes, yourself. I do. Oh man, I passed the Boudreaux and Thibodeaux's, and they were—they had to sign that they were applying for a liquor license. And I was like, "What did you guys do?" You sold to some children. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they fucking did. Oh man, uh, that I heard that same thing happen to uh, Arcadia over in Lafayette. Uh, that's Lafayette. what. That's what Jason was talking but, uh, about. Lafayette is. If you that's can't you underage, yeah. underage if you get can go there and you don't get to drink under twenty one, then something's wrong. Then right. you don't want to find an alcohol yeah. at, at all. Right. And alcohol. I'm in, I'm in a beverage, you know. <laughs> I found an alcohol. I've been drunk. I was drunk in Lafayette at 18. Yep. First time I'd ever been there. I didn't know the hot spots. You just show up yeah. drinking. <laughs> You're here. Why not? Yeah, man. That's all you have to do. Kids, let you listen to this. Why <laughs> are you bothering Lafayette. with Baton Rouge? You need to go to Lafayette. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know if the keg's still up. It may be different now. It's oh, not- the keg is... When, even when I was there, ten yeah. years later, Mike. Ten years later, the keg was yeah, 98, place to 99. Yeah, Seth was giving us tips about fake IDs and was like, "Do you know what we are? Like how old we are? Yeah. Age is not cyclical. We're Just, not going to get to a point where we're we not. Yeah, to... we're not Benjamin Button. <laughs> we're, we're going up. Just in case, though." That was the worst thing for Brad Pitt. He's like getting younger. He's like, "Look, I'm 70. Why do I have to have an ID to get drunk?" <laughs> yeah, that's... 
<laughs> did his I was did his joints hurt like an old or like his whole body was getting younger? As he was getting younger, the only thing he got was uh a advanced a dementia. So he would be uh five or like ten years old and he just didn't remember anything. But he was, but he was perfectly actually like healthy. ninety or something, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, when he when he got spit out, he was really old. Right. And he looked like Voldemort whenever at the <laughs> end of uh Harry Potter uh, the second part of it. Yeah. Yeah, weird little Embryo baby that was floating underneath the subway. Yeah. Right, Seth? <laughs> yes. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I that's, know we're... that's improv. Yeah. And that's it. Uh, yeah, I think we've, we've talked a lot long enough. Uh, Sorry, David. We, this one wasn't nearly as much fun. I'm going to be honest. Um, it was fun, but without you, I mean, what's the point? Yeah. It was better. Yeah. So every remember every Sunday we, we have a practice. If you want to come on out to the manship and practice with us. And our next uh, improv event will happen in, in conjunction with the Manship's 10-year anniversary, March 6th, I think, uh, whatever that Friday is, the day after Loverboy. That is a Friday, <laughs> correct? Yeah, it is a Friday. No, we're not doing that Thursday. The Loverboy show is on Thursday. And so, we, yeah, whatever that Friday is, we're doing that, which will be the Friday before we have the, the show uh, where we do the So You Think We Can Dance thing, right, I believe? When do we do that now? We're doing that Saturday, the first Saturday of in March. March. Yeah, like yeah. March 7th? Yeah, March 7th. That's what we're doing. The thing that Seth uh, is now weaseling his way out of. Yeah! Just, <laughs> I'm out of it. It's now me and Mike and that woman that knows everything about dancing that hasn't shown up to one of these things. There to anything. We're just going to have to do a, a American Idol style. Right. Um Maybe she'll be the Simon. I'll just have to be... Yeah, she definitely is the Simon. we got to tell her. It's like, we're going to act... Like everything's the best. You need to actually be yeah. technical about Stay this. Dog. Hey, dog. <laughs> this shit was high. I, I can't curse. No. That stuff was good, yo. <laughs> Whenever that you was... have a whole bunch of top shots, oh it's going to be more difficult. Because there's going to be all the booze. Is that a and... challenge? Is that a challenge? <laughs> yes. Oh. I, want it, I want it to be live recorded. I want to watch it. I want to watch you guys do the it. The nightmare live. that happens after I get uh, very they good. They better record it. They said they. they they sold out all the tables, and, and they cost them like tens of thousands of dollars. I imagine these, these poor people, yeah. not for us, but Good. we Good. saw the video. Like they, so They've been sending us videos about other people that have been so, practicing. So we show up night of right. and just get it in. Just do it. Yeah. Do we have to dress pretty? Yeah, I think so. Like tuxy? Like tuxy, I believe. I need, okay, cool. I mean, what? I was just going to wear a, a tie. Oh, well. Uh, I was just, that's it. Yeah, it's gonna be nude it's with a tie. Crazy. Yeah, balls out, yeah. yeah, Zardoz tie. That's what I was if doing. I need, if I need a tux, I just have to know so I can if I can get a tux. Yeah, I didn't even just, just I ask was... her. I don't remember, but I mean, everyone at that video they showed of the other. Oh yeah, I guess it. everybody else looked pretty. That's they were right. Pretty tuxy. Yeah. Oh well. Fine. Yeah, we better ask her. Whatever. Because <laughs> I don't yeah. have a tux. No, who? who I have a tux. tux. I own a you tux. You would own a fucking tux. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all those sorority events I used to go to. I guess when you do cotillions and shit a lot. Yeah, yeah you, you, I know this guy's going to talk. I never... Oh, and the next yeah. uh, spoof night after Ghost will be Batman and Robin. We're doing that on April 24th. <laughs> the one I've never... I've walked out on one movie in my life <laughs> in the movie theater, and it was Batman and Robin. Really? I walked out of that fucking movie... I said, I do like our nope, I do I like split. our choices or the ideas that we come up for June. I like it. Independence Day uh, is one. Uh, Jurassic Park, Under Siege, and Air Force One. Under Siege. Yeah, those were the ones I threw out, and everybody seemed okay with because we feel like we're stacking the deck for Jurassic Park. I fi- I fi- <laughs> I'm fine with Under Siege. I just I don't want it to go the way of Best of the Best. Oh. 
Well, it's all up to the vote. Like uh, we're we're asking an audience that is going to see Ghost if they want to see Under Siege. I think they're going to want to see Jurassic Park. Is October enough, Back to the Future? October is Back to the Future. One, two, or three. We'll let them choose. If y'all don't how, choose how early two, will you choose? Yes, seriously, you got to choose two. And I will be writing my own segment, and I will be flying back in for that <laughs> <laughs> because there's no way I'm missing. No, he's legit. You're gonna do that. According, like, uh, according to Jason, he knows the dude that uh, that drives the DeLorean, and the DeLorean. You know, yes, dude is, I know him too. Is, yeah. is, um, Drew, uh, something or other. He's, 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 Drew, that Bob. guy, Drew Cocaine. That's the Drew dude. <laughs> Drew Cocaine. What's his name? Drew Blood. What's your nurse? But that's it. That's all we got for the show. Uh, for the family dinner, I've been Robert Rao, and with me were... Mike Honoré. And Seth Hartley. Good night, guys. <laughs> Dick, we miss you. <laughs> Dicks! Dicks.